Welcome to Novant Health Healthy Headlines. I'm Gina DiPietro. Do you wake up numerous times nightly? Does your bed partner say your snoring messes up their sleep too? You likely have sleep apnea, but a CPAP machine can ease the symptoms and improve your health. Cliff Mertens and Dr. Nancy Behrens, a Novant Health sleep medicine specialist, discuss how CPAP therapy works and its benefits to help you sleep uninterrupted. You can find stories like this and hundreds of others by searching Novant Health and Healthy Headlines. Thank you for listening. Dr. Barron, the bad news is I have a sleep problem. The good news is there's machines and treatment that can help me. Let's talk about CPAP machines to help guide me through my sleep apnea problem. Mm, so sleep apnea is when somebody stops breathing repeatedly overnight and that can really interrupt somebody's sleep and leave them feeling tired. So a CPAP machine is the main treatment option. That's a machine that generates air pressure. The air is blown into your mouth or your nose with a mask and then the air pressure keeps your airway open. Does, is this a lifetime thing? If I suffer from sleep apnea, am I, am I going to have to deal with this the rest of my It seems a little embowed, impending. It's sort of like, oh, is this, I don't know, how does this thing work? Is, is it going to help me? Yeah, so mm. most of our patients do very well with CPAP. Sometimes it takes a little time to get used to it. Mm. Um, some people get used to it the first night. Other people I have had it actually take months. We can try different masks. They're all different masks. Um, and we can adjust the pressure, we can adjust the humidity level, and most people, if they're willing to work with it, um, we support them and they do very well and they find that they sleep better, it can protect their health over time. CPAP doesn't cure sleep apnea, so it, for most people it is an ongoing treatment. Mm. Um, there are some uh, alternative treatments for some people, um, for different candidates that we can sometimes look at too. How might I know if, I, if I'm suffering from sleep apnea? What sort of things show up in my health and, and just day to, day to day that might be a clue, oh, I might have sleep apnea? Yeah, a lot of times people feel tired, fatigued with low energy or sleepy during the day. Some people find that they're waking up during the night. Um, some people feel like they're waking up because they have to use the bathroom, but what really woke them up was an apnea. So that's something that we see a lot. Um, many people snore when they have sleep apnea. Sometimes it's quite loud. And sometimes people are even aware of it where they wake up kind of choking or gasping for breath. Sleeping issues and, and snoring, that's your suffering obviously and your health is, is being compromised in a way. But it isn't really, it, it can also be a bed partner person's problem too. You're not the only one dealing with this snoring sound and this constant waking up. It can affect the person sleeping next to you. How do you deal with that if your partner is obviously having some struggles. Yeah, if you notice that they're really snoring loudly and or struggling to breathe, then we might need to evaluate them for sleep apnea because that's a sign that they're struggling to get that air through. Um, people, bed partners are often bothered by snoring. It, it affects both people. Um, bed partners worry because they see their partner stop breathing. Um, when we treat somebody with a CPAP machine, it takes care of the snoring. The machines are very quiet and usually both people sleep a lot better. That's the ultimate goal? Yes. What are some of the misconceptions about CPAP machines? People just hear the word machine and think, oh, I'm not hooking myself up to anything. I'll never get quality sleep that way. Mm -hmm. But what are some of the biggest things that people don't really know or get incorrect about it? 
Mm, I think a lot of people might have seen an older machine, maybe a relative's machine, and in the past the machines were loud, um, they were larger, um, the masks were bigger and heavier, and nowadays the machines are, are very quiet, they're much more sophisticated, and we have a lot of different mask options. So um, most people are pleasantly surprised that they could get a very small light mask um, if they can breathe well through their nose. And you, obviously there are a countless number of patients who have improved. What are the improvements? I have sleep apnea, I, I go the CPAP therapy method. What sort of improvements am I going to see generally? Yeah, most people do find that they rest better. Um, they have a bit more energy during the day. It's kind of individual. Some people feel so much better. Some people it's a little bit more subtle. Maybe they would have been dozing in the afternoon and now they're not, or they're more alert on their drive home. Um, so that, that's probably one of the biggest things. Um, for people with other health concerns like high blood pressure, heart problems, um, people who are at risk for a stroke, treating sleep apnea can really decrease those risks to your health as well. So that's something else that people get out of it. And it, it's not so much, it, it's, I think a lot of people want to think it's a lifetime sentence, oh, I'm stuck to this machine, when in actuality, it's going to help you with the problems you just mentioned, avoiding those, limiting those. Um, how do you talk to people about, hey, this is something you're going to be hooked up to. It's just, it just needs to become part of your nighttime routine, but it's going to help you. Yeah, I think just letting them know that they're, they're probably going to sleep better um, and or protect their health. For most of our patients, that's a good enough reason to give it a good try. And then the vast majority of our patients do do very well with it. People travel with them. The CPAP machines come with a bag. It's like, it looks like a laptop computer bag, so you can bring it with you. Um, no trouble at an airport. No, typically no. we recommend that you bring it with you um, as a carry-on so it doesn't get bumped around and, and possibly broken. And you do take it out and let security take a look at it. But the security people at the airports are very used to seeing them, so usually it's something you go right through. So it is, it's a little bit more effort, but it can become part of your routine and have so many benefits. Right. Are any sort of people predisposed to sleep apnea? What sort of uh, lifestyle or sort of things might make me a candidate to have sleep apnea? Yeah, most people with sleep apnea have a small airway. Um, there are different um, things with your anatomy, like if your the roof of your mouth or your palate is low, um, if your tongue is larger, if your lower jaw is smaller or recessed a bit, that those all put you at increased risk for sleep apnea. Um, if people are overweight, that causes more tissue around the airway and the airway becomes smaller, so you're at increased risk for sleep apnea. Also, smoking and alcohol use can increase sleep apnea. Some of it is genetic, though. Some of it, I'm, even if I don't smoke or drink heavily, it's just the way I'm shaped. That's right. It's just mm -hmm. your airway. What um, would you recommend for people who come to you and say, I want to at least test it? Is it something that they're willing to, you, you're willing to just let them have a, you know, a taste of it, see how it goes, or is it something you tell them and explain to patients, hey, this is gonna help you, this is gonna add years to your life, quality to your life, improve your health? Yeah, we don't really have a way to do a test of it. Um, it's a medical, CPAP is a medical device that we order um, through an equipment supplier, and then the equipment supplier bills your insurance. Most of the um, insurance plans will rent the machine for the first year and then purchase it for you at the end of that. Um, and they usually do have some requirements that you use it a certain amount most nights um, and that you're benefiting from it. Just so we can make our listeners seem smart, CPAP stands for, CPAP stands for? Yeah, Continuous Positive Airway Pressure. 
And that's what you want. You want your airway at night to be open. Yeah, the air pressure keeps the airway open. A lot of people think we're adding oxygen, but it's really just the room air pressurized to keep everything open because with sleep apnea, the airway keeps on closing off or collapsing. And that's the snore part or the part where you snap and wake yourself up. Yeah, kind of gasping for breath for some people, but not everybody is aware of that. How long has this therapy been around? I ask because I'm flashing back to my youth. My grandmother was a horrifically bad snorer. I mean, slept away from my grandfather for that reason because he couldn't get any sleep himself. And our, those sounds that you described, that was the way she slept. She would sleep, then she would wake herself up with a loud sort of thing. And now I realize that was classic sleep apnea and she, her airway was being restricted. That's right. I think many of us have memories of, you know, relatives uh, falling asleep all the time when you were visiting them or, or snoring really loudly and appearing to struggle. And sometimes we used to think it was kind of funny that somebody was mm -hmm. snoring so loudly, mm -hmm. but it really can be a sign of a serious health condition. Mm -hmm. So we've really known about sleep apnea um, and treated it since the 80s, um, so 1980s, not so long ago. And the first CPAP machines were these huge, loud machines. Mm -hmm. And we've really come a long way. Um, I think we really also recognize now there are more mild forms of sleep apnea that can still affect people. Um, people used to think it was um, only men who would have sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. And after um, midlife, the, the rate in women equals that of men. So yeah, so I think we've really become much more aware and find the benefit of treating it now. And I'm guessing with, along with everything else technological in our world, it will be streamlined and improved in the next 10, 15, 20 years also, won't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and we do have a couple of other treatment options like oral appliances that a dentist can make. Some people are candidates for that. Um, and then there's also a new implantable device um, that is turned on and off with a remote control. And that's something that we're looking at offering through Novant probably in the next year. So we are coming up with some new um, technologies. Um, and going forward, they also keep on refining the CPAP machines. They're smaller, quieter, mm -hmm. provide all this data. They can send data to your cell phone if you want to get updates how it's working. So, so yeah. like a workout Fitbit. Yeah, well, anyway. just like a little app that you put on your cell phone, and yeah. then the, the CPAP machine will actually send that data to your cell phone so you can check how it's working for you. You monitor your sleep yeah. as soon as you wake up. Yeah, you monitor your sleep apnea. Fascinating, yep. fascinating. Yep. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. A CPAP machine can't cure your sleep apnea, but as we just heard from Dr. Nancy Behrens, it can improve your health and quality of life. You'll sleep better through the night and those around you won't have to deal with loud snoring. In the long run, improved sleep can be an important step toward better health. Thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate and review us and subscribe to us and all the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen. Until next time, thanks for listening.